to Architecting. I'm your host, Angela Mazzi. You made it. This is the landing pad for raw honesty about connecting your career with your purpose. I'm going to give you the tools you need to be an unapologetic advocate for yourself and others, because if you're here, you believe that the space we surround ourselves in matters and you're committed to project by project building a better world for all of us. If you're with me, let's get architecting. Hey, bright lights, it's Angela. And oh my gosh, I have a rant for you today. And it is what I call the micro interruption. Let me know if you are with me, if you get one more meeting notice for a meeting that just doesn't need to happen, or someone uses that little task assignment function in Microsoft Teams and starts deciding that they know how to spend your day better than you would. Yeah, that's kind of where I am. Because all of these teaming tools and meetings and things like that maybe are a great way to feel connected if you're only working on one or two projects. But if you're a high-performing person working on high-level projects and initiatives, multiple ones at a time, and you know what I'm talking about, you don't need all this interruption. In fact, I was just reading two different articles today about how the amount of meetings that we have been experiencing lately has more than doubled. I mean, this is wrong. This is this is wrong. The Atlantic had this article about how we're having a triple dip day where we're having to be productive even in the evenings. And there's a direct link between that trend and the increase in meetings that we're all experiencing. This is no good, no bueno. It is a recipe for total, total, total burnout. In Inc., Inc. says only 12% of employees are fully productive at work, and you'll want to know why? Never-ending task lists. Digital overload. Yeah, is anybody surprised by this? The never-ending interruptions, the distractions, they are taking us down and we've got to reclaim our day. According to Inc., not being given the proper time to work, and by proper time to work, I mean you actually get to sit focused and uninterrupted, is actually affecting our ability to think straight. It's increasing our stress level and it sure as hell is not making us productive. We are facing near constant distraction, whether it's your phone going off or endless emails. And now that there's all of these teeming tool software things out there that they all have a DM function too. Plus you're being put under more and more pressure to be aware of things going on in social media professionally, to be posting professionally, to be creating and curating content professionally. We can't think straight literally. 
we face on average 31.6 interruptions a day. That's multiple ones an hour if you do the math, right? 25.6 meetings per week. That's about on average a little over five meetings a day. And they say 1.96 hours of unproductive task work, but I bet it's even higher if you really think about it. And I am seeing the effect and the toll it is taking as we just get pummeled by time wasters. So many people I know are choosing to take a leave of absence. They're breaking under the stress. And we have to make it stop. The micro-interruption forces us to kick into multitasking mode. How many of you have been on a Zoom call trying to freaking get work done? So you're half paying attention to the screen and you're also frantically trying to do work and you better have remembered to mute yourself or they're going to hear you typing because it's really loud, even though it's not really loud to you. We can't keep this going. This splitting of our attention makes us distracted, more prone to making mistakes, and it raises our cortisol levels, which means it is stressing us the hell out. It is bathing us in a toxic soup of stress hormones, and about the only thing that's going to dissipate that toxic soup is physical movement, but wait, you're tethered to your laptop. You got to peer on screen. What is the solution for this, right? I mean, we can't keep doing it. We know that. I have started doing something where I look at all the different things I need to do, and I'm really working to make my calendar my to-do list. So, I don't just put meetings on the calendar. I block time, time to do research. And I'm starting to put time to work on projects, as absurd as that seems, that you have to schedule time to do work so people will let you work. That is the new thing. And the third thing that I am doing that is really making a difference is I've started making it clear to people how much time I have available. They can waste my time however they'd like with lots of meetings, or they can let me be more focused and productive. But if I can only give them 12 hours this week, they're not getting 20. That extra eight hours, where is it going to come from? My sleep time? My evenings when I want to spend time with my kids or do something to recharge, like take a yoga class, ain't gonna happen anymore, right? We can all do the heroics. We can all rise to the occasion and work really hard on the big deadline once in a while. But we cannot sustain doing this on the regular. I don't know about you, but I felt myself just being consumed with rage at the project manager who scheduled the meeting from 8.30 to 9 when my workday doesn't start till 9. And I'd be on my phone because, damn it, I wasn't going to get up any earlier and I wasn't going to change my morning routine. So I was finishing up 
with putting my makeup on, getting ready to go, heading out the door, driving to the office, or during the days when we were working at home, I was still doing my morning routine and I wasn't going to give that up because somebody didn't respect the start of my workday. So if he wanted to have a meeting, I was going to be still doing my normal getting ready process, and I wasn't going to change that so I could sit in front of a screen and be on Zoom. And I would fume and silently rage against this, because I normally, if I have to every once in a while start my workday before nine, can do it. But this guy was demanding that two-fifths of my week, I didn't have control of my time. What does that do? What does that anger do? And, you know, always assume positive intent. The guy was not in any way trying to do anything nefarious. He was trying to get the team together to focus, to understand if there were issues, to see the status of things. But do we really need to check in this much? Start asking better questions when you get invited to a meeting. Start blocking out time in your schedule so that you can have that quiet, focused, flow state moments when you are super productive. Jumping from task to task to meeting to task during meeting to task while driving to checking your email and voice responding to it while you're in the car, that's how bad it gets sometimes, is not doing a service to anyone. I was in a meeting a couple days ago, and my boss was having trouble remembering what day of the week it was because he's trying to do too much. We're all trying to do too much, and we have got no bandwidth left. We've got no resources. When I told the team that had been siphoning my time and actually hurting my ability to work on my other projects, exhausting me with all their time-waster tasks and meetings that I only had 12 hours to give them, they found a way to work without me. They found a way to prepare information that I could then just review rather than having to generate. And it made them realize that they had to be more focused and efficient because they were only going to get a limited piece of my time. And what did I do instead? I went home on time every day that week. I took the whole weekend off to relax and recharge, didn't do a lick of work. So this week we are in marathon meetings for that project and it is long days, but I feel so much more up to the task than when I felt put upon, taken for granted, underappreciated, and burned out. If you can relate to this at all, if you're experiencing the assault of micro interruptions in your day, DM me because I would love to share with you some of the resources that I have, strategies that you can start to use to reclaim your hijacked calendar, to get back to getting through the day with grace and ease, 
feeling well-rested and energized. Imagine that, right? But it's possible. We give it away. We're available to be taken advantage of. We worry that we won't be seen as a team player if we say no. But the truth is, when you lay down those boundaries, people start to respect them. And it changes the dynamic. You know, if you want to work yourself into the ground, God bless. But you're not going to work me into the ground. And when people realize that, they stop asking. They start managing the way that they see your time more efficiently. Because when you say yes to everything, even though there's smoke coming out of your ears because you're so damn angry, you're making people think that it's okay to keep asking. When you don't make the time for the things that are priorities, you can't really blame anyone else that you're working 12-hour days, that you're missing events in your kid's life, that you're not even getting four hours of sleep a night because you're letting that happen. You're not putting a boundary around your health, your well-being, and yes, even your creativity because your short-circuited brain marinated in adrenaline cortisol baked in anger is not doing your best work in case you didn't know that. So what's your micro-interruption story? I would love to hear it. Share it on Instagram. Tag me at Architecting Podcast. Let me know what you think and check out my new profile. I put up a different picture and a different description and I'd love for you to take a look and share your thoughts with me. Well, take care for now, everyone. Have a great day. Be clear about your boundaries. Reclaim your calendar by blocking off time and fiercely be a guardian of that time. That is how we get work-life balance. That is how we have high-performing habits. That is how we are our restored, energized, and best, most creative selves that bring it home every day. you for listening. You made it all the way to the end of the episode, which means you are committed to making yourself a priority so you can be empowered to do the work you were called to do in the world. How amazing is that? If you would like even more content just like this, please remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. I would so appreciate it if you left an honest review too. Hey, I want you to know I'm here for you beyond the boundaries of this podcast. You can follow me on social media at Architecting Podcast or visit architectingpodcast.com to download some great free resources. Take care, everyone, and stay inspired. (laughs) 